Tuesday. Oh, Shay. Oh, Shay. <laughs> Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to uh, Love Babs, Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. I'm a little sparkly this morning because it's Mardi Gras, and um, I'm going to crash a Mardi Gras party. I don't have a ticket. I can't buy a ticket, so I'm crashing. See if I get thrown out. I might get thrown out. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going. <laughs> Maybe I can't get in, but I'm going to try. Like, I want to come in. Can I come in? I can't afford a ticket. But I want to come. <laughs> Woo! Let the good times roll. It is Mardi Gras. I, and, you know, New Orleans is about 85 degrees. It's the hottest it's been this time of year. Which, for me, it's always hot in New Orleans. I don't, I don't care what people say. It is always hot 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 so uh so yeah so get your mardi gras on people it's gonna be a a funky good time it's gonna be a funky good time i can't wait i love mardi gras and you know what it's fat tuesday you know fat tuesday for us christians (laughs) you know it's we you know you suck it in you eat it up eat it up eat it up uh until uh and then tomorrow starts Lent, you know? So uh, let, me, let me put some better light on. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, my, my camera is still janky. I, I, don't know what to, I don't know what to do about this. I, I changed the USB port, Harry. It's a little bit better, but it's not. It might just be the cord itself. You know, it might be the court itself. So we'll see. But anyway, so uh, for those of you who who don't have a clue about what Fat Tuesday is, oh, I gotta I gotta refill all the prescriptions. Yeah, I'll all fill them all. I don't care. Do them all. All, all, all. Um, what is that? Let me tell you what Fat Tuesday is, because I know some of y'all don't go to church, ain't been in nobody's church in like since the beginning of time. (laughs) So, uh, so Fat Tuesday, and today is Fat Tuesday. Uh, uh, This this is Mardi Gras today, right? Wait, 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 before you say something, Maps. Uh oh, don't. You gonna come in with your own definition of Fat Tuesday? No, I was gonna say. I mean, isn't that you know you can't say that anymore? It's taboo to say Fat Fat Tuesday. So you gotta. I know the the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing. They, they just changed it to enormous. I mean, I I don't know if that makes me feel better being called enormous. I I Harry I I was listening to that today. They changed some words like you can't. You can't call people fat and you can't um you change some of the rules for women, you know what I mean? Like you can't just automatically assume that women or whatever. I mean, you know, I I, I think times I think words should reflect the times, Harry. And if and if <laughs> I guess if that's how you feel, but I don't, I don't know. I remember when my son was in preschool and his teacher, I remember her um Miss Wilcox. Um, she was having reading time with them, and she she tells me, 
your son learned a new word today. And I said, really? What did he learn? And he goes, Daddy, I learned enormous. And, he, and she goes, and tell your father how you use it. He said, my dad is enormous. <laughs> I remember my son. Oh, so, so you got, you got some trauma to this. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure if uh, switching fat to enormous. So you so so enormous triggers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I, I don't know if I like enormous either, Harry, because enormous makes me feel like enormous. <laughs> like a whale, right? Like <laughs> like you don't say fat whales. You say right, you like you don't say Godzilla is fat. You it's Godzilla's fat. enormous. I think they need to confer with us, Harry, when they make these kinds of changes to language. Because I, I, I think we could set them straight. I think we could give them another perspective. Because I think they're sitting around the table, Harry, going through the dictionary saying, you know what? Fat might be not a good word to say to people. Let's 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 re let's redefine it. Yeah, it's a it's a whole bunch of skinny people in a room. It's a whole bunch of skinny <laughs> deciding what fat people want to be called. <laughs> I hear, I hear, I hear they're trying to get rid of Latinx too. Well, do Latin people want to be called Latinx? No, no, that's the problem, right? So you almost every poll you see, um, Latinos is almost ninety percent of Latinos don't want to be called Latinx. It, they never got a vote. <laughs> this this uh, was welcome to the club. <laughs> this was decided in some college professors. You know, classroom. Listen. That, oh, Latinx. No. Harry, if we didn't, if we didn't speak up, we being black people, we'd still be called Negroes or coloreds. <laughs> right. The I coloreds. Mean, um, La Voz, I know a few weeks ago had an article on you know where did Latinx come from and stuff like that because no, no Latino or no Hispanic. Oh no, no, no Latino people came. With we we're like uh wait nobody called me. <laughs> this is this is pure colonizer stuff. <laughs> so it's not that we're trying to get rid of it. We're just saying hold up. It's like who who said this? We didn't have no meeting. Nobody nobody <laughs> came to the to the to the quesadilla and talked about this. <laughs> That's right. It was just decided. It's like it was just decided and then lobbied at us like yeah. So I, I always thought I always questioned it too, Harry. I was like, why do they want to say Latinx? Well, it's more of a young generation thing, right? Like I said, I, and I get that part too. It's yeah. birthed in the in colleges, right? Mm -hmm. So you get that generation who've heard it, you know, taught to them in college, you know, regurgitating that stuff. But for us regular Hispanics who deal regular. with regular. For abuelo and then, uh-uh. Right. You, you don't go for that, you know. You can't go to abuelo and talk about Latinx. You'd be like, what? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, hold up, what's the X? I don't want to just be thrown in a pool of Xs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. They, next time they do we need to let them know, Harry. They got to call us when they have the meetings. Yeah, they really do. They gotta call us because you know that 
these 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 changes of the words. And, and you're right. They used to, you know, freely change how to describe black people, right? When how know, we was cut, we was colored black uh Negroes. I don't know if we were Negroes first. I think we were Negroes and colored black blacks kind of still hangs yeah. black. I don't mind black. African American is a new, a recent uh addition, right? Right. And I so. and I've seen a lot of African American. Well, <laughs> see, I hate putting labels because you never know what people want to be called. Just call us people. I mean, I don't know. You know, we, you know but we, I've we, seen a, a few we would be called people, but other people. <laughs> 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 the problem with calling us people is that people get in the way. <laughs> so I just wanted to add my two cents to the fact. I see, I see you got your signs up. I got most of them up. I was like, man, that's a whole wall of I don't know what I don't know what to call that wall. <laughs> You know, and right, and I have my, you know, I want to believe in my Bigfoot stuff because, you know, it, I wouldn't be me if I wasn't a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. So I threw oh, up a little bit. The, I threw up the general conspiracies in life. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> and and that's another thing, right? You think Bigfoot want to be called Bigfoot? I, know. <laughs> I was like, y'all couldn't come up with a better name. I know. You got like, to my feet. <laughs> you got a Bigfoot? That's not even that. That's not even interesting. <laughs> that's a little we, insulting. We go straight to insulting somebody's feet. I know. <laughs> Listen, Bigfoot, I'm with you. I, I'm gonna call you Sasquatch. Well, Isn't there you it go. The right? Same. I. It's the same thing. I mean, Sasquatch. I think is the indigenous people indigenous name for them. Yeah. So, but you know, in in my conspiracy, well, I am the Bigfoot. So it's like. Warning okay. protected by the Bigfoot, me. Okay. And then don't feed the Bigfoot. I'm on, you know, I'm on a special diet again. So please don't feed them. So are you are you saying you're the Bigfoot? Yes, in this area. Oh, in this area. <laughs> I, I'm the the <laughs> dangerous, uh really unconfirmed species in this office. So okay. Are you going to put up, don't call me fat sign? Oh, no. You know, when they come up with it. But okay. Know, my favorite one is warning does not play with liberals. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of like that one for you, too. Yeah. Everybody knows that's a lie. But, you know, I play very well with liberals. Because uh, all I have is liberals. Who, who am I to say what is the truth? I just. <laughs> all I have is liberals in my life. What am I supposed to do? Kick everybody out? Uh yeah, you could do that. <laughs> you won't because some of the liberalness has rubbed off on you and well, you are learning to play nice in the let's, sandbox. Let's, let's be fair. I was a liberal for the first 40 years of my life. So, okay. I was born and raised in a, a liberal, in a liberal home. So, uh, I, I don't know. No Latinos brainwashed. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know no liberal Latinos, none. Uh, well, liberal Latinos, and what I mean liberal, I shouldn't say that because we are conservative. By Very. Nature, right? So, but for some reason, though you're conservative by nature, 
most Latinos vote Democrat. Well, um, and I don't it's know, because, these last few years, Harry, they ain't been they. Well, and it's because you know we inherit the D, right? They should put that actually on the birth certificate. What's the D? Democrat, because you you're born oh. into a Democrat home, so you think you're supposed to vote Democrat. I don't know. I think you have to. I think you have to talk to white leaning Latinos. They have a white different vibe. No, you see, that's dark the leaning Latinos. That's the thing. It's it's different just because it depends on whether the conservatism actually moves forward in your life because you have certain principles and then you either stick with them or you move away from them a lot of the young generation is moving away from the conservatism in in a hispanic home so those are liberals i would say the democrats or the older generation of hispanics are conservative democrats okay i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna go with what you say harry i ain't latino i don't know <laughs> you know, uh, I, I can't. I can't you know, argue I, it. I know in my in my house, like my grandfather and all of the everybody was Democrat, but he was. And your 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 parents, your people were from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. Okay. Okay. So they that they they were Democrats, lifelong Democrats, but they were conservative as hell, right? Mm-hmm. So, but that's the thing. But they would always vote Democrat. So now you're just getting Latinos say, wait, my my vote isn't a rubber stamp. I'm going to vote what I believe, not, you know, what I was born with, what I was assigned at birth. Okay. I feel you. Well, I, this is what I know. The next time they talk about language and words, get us to the table. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good idea. I don't want to be called enormous. <laughs> no. That's a harsh one. <laughs> that one, I and, I, even... and I'm fat. I'm well, about to not be fat, though, Harry. But I don't know what anybody's thinking, right? You should ask you, you everybody. You got to have somebody who weighs more than you in your office, right? Even if it's five pounds and they want to get rid of the five pounds, you go, do you prefer fat or enormous? I guarantee they oh. won't be called enormous. Nobody wants to be called enormous. I mean, unless... If you're a porn yeah, star. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they got to enormous. Because that enormous conjures up sense. a different kind of fat, Harry. No, it, it, it <laughs> it's fat to the 10th degree. <laughs> I mean, when I think enormous, I think gigantic and huge. Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like they never took algebra, right? I know, right? I, I, <laughs> I should get Paul to ask people on the street. Well, do you prefer fat or enormous? You know what? That should be a good question. I don't know. He might well, get no, punched. no, no. But he might. He might get smacked to the ground. Seven. You might ask. Yeah, them. you can't run up on a fat person. <laughs> but how are you gonna get the data if you don't go to a fat person? No, because you, you can't fine. assume skinny you people can, are gonna. You can run up for on fat me, right? people. You can run up on me and ask me something like that. Well, because he knows us, Harry. No, but I'm saying even if you didn't know me, you could run up on me and ask me something like that because I'm a realist, right? <laughs> I know what I am. I know, but right, you don't know that, Harry. You don't wear a shirt that says, ask me anything, I'm a realist. <laughs> it's like, look, we, there was a conversation here a couple of weeks ago about a person, an overweight person, right? 
and I'm here and I'm listening to the conversation. And I was like, oh, are you talking about me? And it wasn't until I said something like that. And I was mocking. I was, you know, being Harry. It wasn't until I said that that they realized, oh, my God, they were. They were addressing this person by their weight and not by the person. Oh, right. So and it was like, oh, I'm sorry. I should have never said that and everything. And I'm like. You don't got to apologize to me. You're talking about me. But, you know, it's it's that mentality that you do put labels on people. And especially when, you know, you, you show a certain persona, but then in the back room, you say, hey, you know that fat guy? Well, you know, Harry, when, we was growing, when I was growing up, we had nicknames for people. Like there was Fat Mike. There was Black Mike. There was, you know, short Ronnie. You know what I mean? There was thick Willie. You know, I mean, I'm just making these up. But no, 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 there but... was always names like that for people. <laughs> nobody got offended. Like, nobody was offended. No, you're right, Babs. And for a long time, and it doesn't matter what neighborhood, what race or anything. My name, my nickname, without giving any giving anything out <laughs> or anything, everybody would go, hey, big man. What's up, big man? <laughs> hey, big man. And it was like, I guess... And, it's funny because I have a shirt that says big dog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so people would just go automatically go to big man. And actually, I prefer that to hey, Poppy. Oh, hey, I prefer big man to hey, Poppy, Mira, yo, hey, I hate stuff like that because you're assuming I don't speak English. Um, oh, maybe. Maybe they're not assuming you don't speak English. Maybe they're just using the language that they believe you prefer. Right. right. But it's the same thing. Hey, papi. <laughs> right. It's the same thing if you come up to me and you start chulo. speaking, you know, slang. Because you think I'm not going to understand English, regular English. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I kind of feel you on that, Harry. When people... When I, when I, particularly with white people, and they'd come and they're getting, hey girl, hey yeah. sister, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or automatically the black person in your room becomes your brother. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like, although I'm good for that, Harry, because every, every, every black person that I run into, yeah. I'm starting with your but that's, brother. That's hey, you. Sis. That's you, guys. <laughs> Until they say, I'm not you. <laughs> That's you, but when you're white and you still say, hey, yeah, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's problematic. You know, so it's, it's like. Problematic. So, you know. It, and they might be genuine because I know some white folks who have grown up with black folks. Do you know what I mean? Have you seen those white folks who spent yeah, their yeah, whole yeah. lives around black folks yeah, and they've yeah, got an ease and a vernacular of for course black they're, language? They're down. They're down. But, they're down. Yeah. They're down. I don't know what you do with those folks. <laughs> you don't do anything with them. You, you just, just let you just let them be, right? Because they be. just you're like, all right, they're cool. Yo, he cool. He cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> right. And actually, you have to. You, you. I don't know if you you've seen um Donnie Brasco. Yes. Um. When when uh, Al Pacino is introducing Donnie, he he's and the other people. He goes, well, when if you're one of us. You're part of the crew. Yeah. You know, so if we ever introduce you as one of us, we've accepted you. 
right? So it's like, is that like that thing? We go, oh, yo, he's down. Like, don't yeah. mess with this. This white boy. Yeah, is <laughs> yeah. He he with us. Yeah, he with us. And I and I'm sorry, I'm giving away some of the <laughs> secrets. The secrets. <laughs> They're going to they gonna get him anyway, Harry. <laughs> but anyway. They're going to get him anyway, Harry. So I interrupted your Pat Tuesday. No, that's fine. I was just telling people, I was just trying to give people a little, a little, a little, because today is Fat Tuesday. And uh, I just wanted people to know what Fat Tuesday meant. It doesn't mean that fat people are marching on Tuesday. <laughs> what? Although, depending on where you are, it could be, man. <laughs> I had my, you know, ribbon and everything ready to go march on fat tuesday because well, fat tuesday is a celebration that starts the season of lent and it begins with ash wednesday tomorrow so you'll see people go to church and get the ashes on their forehead so today you get to eat today you get to eat you know you eat decadently you know and so usually like my church we'd make pancakes you know pancakes and sausages and we'd have a big feast of that i miss that so I don't know where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get something and have something. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, I'm gonna have what I had yesterday, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can throw a pancake with it or a waffle. No, uh, That'll give you the Mardi Gras spirit. That's true. But so the, not not waffles, a waffle. Chicken breast. So with a chicken- waffle. Chicken and waffles. Yeah. That'll give you the Mardi Gras. Maybe chicken and French toast. Is Maybe. That... Okay. okay, whatever you like, Harry. Yeah, I, I don't like waffles. <laughs> I like waffles or pancakes. Waffles or pancakes. You don't like pancakes, Harry? No, I like French toast. Like, I only like pancakes if they're like, you know, filled with fruit, like banana pancakes or, you know, stuff like that. But not straight pancakes? Ugh. Nasty. Oh my god. I learned something <laughs> new. I yeah. love pancakes, Harry. I like all kinds of pancakes. Hey, Karen loves pancakes too. I, I don't understand it. So I always get French toast if we're gonna do something like that. Mm. And then it's it hard for me be, to get French toast. Sometimes. And it has to be very lightly um very I can't put a lot of syrup on anything because the syrup makes me nauseous too. Really? But I just it's just lightly. You know, syrup and uh, okay. What I really like on my French toast is cinnamon. A lot of cinnamon. Okay. Okay. Oh. All right. So yeah. I, I think yeah. I'm a fast for Lent. I'm gonna try to fast. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I can't because you can't give up chicken. <laughs> I can't do that. And then you got to give up something. So wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you could give up something. 40 days, right? You got to mm-hmm. give up. That's a lot of time. What was Jesus thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what in the world was he thinking? Why could He's he like, I got to change hearts and minds. It takes time. <laughs> I'm like, come on. You know, we're human. 10 days. It, it takes, uh-uh. It takes time, Harry, to change hearts and minds. <laughs> Today's is not going to do it. Oh my god! Ah. that's why he, that's why he came, right? Because we can't do it. We just can't be that. So it's like, although you can, 
I mean, it's something to strive for. I'd be like, I tried, but you know, Jesus did it. <laughs> he did it for me. I, I mean, I, I mean, this year I'm trying to, uh, I'm gonna try to honor uh, Lent, and I'm gonna think I'm gonna try to honor Ramadan. Okay, explain that one to me. Well, Ramadan is not until when is Ramadan this year? I should have. Ramadan starts. Uh, oh shoot, Ramadan starts. Uh, oh, March twenty second. March twenty second to April twenty first is Ramadan. See, I I need to take advantage of all the holidays. <laughs> Like, like I said yesterday, you, we were working President's Day, but I didn't know that President's Day became a Jewish holiday that Paul took off. Oh. Right? <laughs> he gets all the Jewish holidays plus President's I, I, Day. I can't keep up with the Jewish holidays, Harry, because they, they got a lot of them. It's a wonder that Jewish people even have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I need to get that. I'm 3% Jewish. <laughs> I think that's why Jewish people work for other and with Jewish people, because they're the only ones that understand that whole calendar. (laughs) I was reading my ancestry history, right? So um, my DNA that comes from Portugal, which which is a lie, is 15%. It goes goes all the way back into the Moors. Wow. That roots you black to, to black people. Well, and Islam, right? So... I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I'm a little bit of everything. I should get all the holidays. Harry, <laughs> you wouldn't have a job. It'd be, it'd be... I want the Christian like work one day a year. <laughs> the Christian holidays, the Muslim holidays, the Jewish holidays. I just want to be, I want to be inclusive. I don't want to show no disrespect. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God! Wait, but I was reading yesterday, and oh my God! You know, going reading the history of it and where my DNA comes from, and I even have some DNA from Cyprus. Is it Cyprus or Cyprus? Cyprus. Cyprus. Yeah. And and different locations where where they're the oldest speaking language on in Europe, and and it's like, man, I'm spread out. I'm like the biggest (laughs) mutt. That you'll find right, but the dominant DNA is African DNA. There you go. So there you go. I'm trying to decide whether I should call myself a black man. <laughs> you know, since everybody loves labels, <laughs> and just in case that reparations come through. <laughs> I think I think you got some claim to it. <laughs> I got, I got Wait, claim. what's what's the percentage? What's the, 34, well, you, 34 oh, percent. Oh, that's a lie, Harry, because you know in America that one drop rule. I know. <laughs> I know, and I'm 34 percent. I know you, you and I'm these... straight, I'm straight African. I'm Bantu. Yeah. All of this stuff. I mean like <laughs> you can't deny me. I need I I need to get a cut. And you know, in America, one percent, Harry. That's all you need. <laughs> I know. Remember, that's how that's how they listen. That's how they set it up. They of course they set that up like that. So now everybody got to take advantage when the reparations come. They be like, listen, listen, my DNA thirty four percent. I get some of this. 
They won't yeah. though. They'll rewrite that mess before you get to the oh, line. Of course. Or or I'll go in one day and I'm my whole DNA changed. I'm no longer blind. <laughs> They're like, oh, 34% is too high. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. Your cut's too high. Your cut's too We're gonna high. cut that to like 12%. Yeah. How, how's that? <laughs> We're, we're gonna, gonna negotiate need, my, my DNA. We're gonna need you to be 75 percent. That's the that's the that is the minimum. <laughs> we gonna have none of you thirty percent is forty percent, even fifty no. percent. What they're gonna do is that is one percent outside of being black. You know, one drop <laughs> of white blood. You're you're out. You're out. You're out. Wait a minute. I was a victim. <laughs> I'm like, uh, problem. Not our problem. Middle passage. <laughs> 1619, any of that ring a bell? No, you gotta be 75%, Harry. Are you out? There you go. I better check and see if I'm 75%. <laughs> well, you never know. Don't yeah. let don't let the dark skin fool you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a lot of people. Woo! You gotta, you gotta see those DNA stories. They have um people just put it on, on YouTube and stuff like that. And some people end up crying over. I thought I was a hundred percent Italian. I thought I was a hundred percent this, a hundred percent. Nah, bro. You know, hardly anybody is a hundred percent anything. I mean, there are these. There are like some hundred percent European white people. Oh yeah, the Europeans are deep with that. But um, hardly anybody here here in America is pure anything. Yeah. Right? So, but that's tough. Know, I mean, it's not tough for me. I, I was. Pleasantly surprised to see how much indigenous blood I had. Um, I knew, I mean, a lot of my family is black and my grandfather's um, lineage on Puerto Rico goes probably all the way back into the slave when they brought the slaves and everything. So I knew that we were going to be black in that form, but I didn't know how much, 33%. That's like a lot. That is a lot. Um, like if you was brought over here in 1619, you'd be a slave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. So, and but the indigenous was pretty cool, you know, being, and, and it's funny, right? Because Puerto Rican, but I'm only in, only 9% indigenous Puerto Rican, right? So only 9% indigenous Puerto Rican. Then I have, indigenous dna from the central american and south american that's interesting yeah it's crazy that's what i'm saying i'm like so mixed it's like nuts oh i have haitian and dominican dna <laughs> i'm like who knew now so mardi gras for you <laughs> now i feel even, now i feel even more for haiti <laughs> Like my peoples, what are we doing? <laughs> but yeah, See, I'm like, if so, everybody took that attitude with their DNA, it, the world would be such a better place. Yeah, because everybody think, could claim everything and be like, I want to know about that culture. Yeah, I think it it scares people away. Like, um, my son in law said he wasn't gonna do it because he doesn't want to not be black enough. You know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was like, ah, they're not gonna come up here and tell me. 
He's like, uh, I know I'm a black man. I'm not uh, good. Uh, I've been black all my life. You're not gonna come <laughs> up here and talk about it. <laughs> I'm I'm 75 percent something else. Ooh, huh. Hey, Paul Bass. Morning, Babs. How you doing? Happy Fat Tuesday. Happy Fat Tuesday. I'm here in Goff Street Park with Greg. Good morning, Greg. You want to say good morning to Babs? Good morning. Hey, Greg. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? All right. So, so Greg, what's the word on the street? What are you doing in the park this morning? Well, I just came to the park to try to get my mind clicking and figure out how I'm going to get through this day. You know, I had a bad experience with some people I was working for. They're playing games, so I'm trying to figure out how can I handle this without getting disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm just really trying to just calm myself down before I speak to these people. And is a park a good place to do that? You said you'd rather not sit in your house. Right, right. I you need be, to clear I your wanna, head. I want to be outside and, you know, and there's not like a whole lot of people around. It's just I me and just, Babs prying into your life. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, it's just, um, like I said, I didn't mind talking because maybe that would help. Get you you need to talk it out. You need to think about it. Well, you know, yeah, somewhat. You know what I mean? Because that's not nothing you'd like to sit around and talk to people about. The negativity. You know what I'm saying? You want to be positive when you talk to people. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, oh, the world is sad. Well, you know? I know something is thing. I don't know if this happens to you. Sometimes if I'm upset about something, mm -hmm. or I'm trying to figure something out, and I talk to, let's say, my wife or somebody, mm -hmm. Or if they do it to me, it turns out I didn't really need their advice. I needed to hear myself think out loud, yeah, and then I figure out, and then I know yeah. what to do. So tell us what this, what the challenge is. What did someone do to you? Well, uh, I was doing the job, and um, they were supposed to give me half of the money down. So they actually gave me a third. So they, they gave me uh, a half of the half. So they were supposed to give me the other half on uh, Saturday. So Saturday turned into Monday. Mm. Then Monday turned into Friday. Oh, that was more than a week ago. Yeah. So now, you know, I'm at the job is almost complete. And where is the job? It's in Maryland. And what kind of what kind of work do you do? Uh, it was I just uh, remodeled the basement. It was, um, you know, it was drop ceiling. The only thing I didn't do was put a bathroom in. There. So what was but, your role? Are you a plumber, a, a carpenter? No carpenter. And you what know, was your role in the job? Just to frame it out, she rocked the walls and put the drop ceiling. In. So just so I understand, before you start, they're supposed to give you half. And then when you're done, they give you the other half. Right. Did you start? Yeah. I'm almost finished. Okay. But the, but the thing is, I'm at the last phase. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, I had to do like uh, a stone. I had to do some stone where they wanted to put a, a fireplace and a TV. Mm -hmm. So I had to put stone around it. So I built it. So they were supposed to give me the half. So now after that, I got all I got to do now is put the stone up. But they never finished giving me my other half. So is um, it work that they give you half up front so that you know right. you can get start? Right. And then you does a contractor generally not do the last touch until you get your money? So you know you get your money. No. Well, what's I your usually, leverage? I, I, I usually finish and you know just in good faith know that they're gonna pay me. So how much was the whole job you're supposed to get paid? It was only fifteen hundred left. And how much? No, no. How much was the total job they're supposed to pay you? The total job was fifty four hundred. And how much does your did you have to take out of your own money for supplies and stuff? 
Well, right now, no, I, 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 I did no supply. They brought their own stuff. So Fit 400 was pure labor. Yeah. And would you have a crew or were you alone? Well, I started out, and then when they started acting slow with the money, everybody started dwindling off. Oh no! So you lost your workers. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? You know, because I was paying as I was paying as we go. So, Greg, was this a private home in Meredith? Yeah. So, how did you get the gig? Were you a subcontractor to someone you know you've worked for? Yeah, before? someone, someone I did a basement for. And did he pay you last time? Yeah, they they paid. So what's so the deal? So they they, they 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 um gave them my number, and then I went and looked at it. It was right before Thanksgiving, okay. and I went and looked at it, and we got started after after Christmas. Uh huh. So we got started in January. And how many weeks work did you do? Uh, a good three, because I had a week of of going through nonsense, with, uh -huh. you know. So then, you know. And I guess I'm a little confused about it. the guy who recommended you for the job. Is that the one you were working for and is he a contractor or was this someone no, who did a no, private job and he told job. another person about I did, you? I did a job for them. Oh, okay. And they suggested me to do the So there's someone who owns the house? Yeah. And so what do you do now? Like how much did he give you? Like how much cash did you get? He said 5,400, he gave you a third of it. So he gave you like Yeah, the only, it was only 1,500 left. Oh. And then they owed me five. Well, actually it's, it was 2,000 left. Mm -hmm. It's 2,000 because after the drop ceiling, they were supposed to give me another 12, but they only gave me seven, 50. So that <coughs> money from the, from the 750 and the 1500 is what's left on the job. That's 2250. Right. And so out of 5400. Yeah. So that's almost half the money. That is. Yeah, half but, the money. but, but um, what I'm trying to say oh, is it, it, I, I got everything except for that money. Except for twenty two hundred. Except for the twenty two hundred out of fifty four hundred that he was going to pay. You. Right. Okay, so that's half the money. No, it's not half. It's close to half. Yeah, yeah. but you know, <coughs> the job is almost complete. So uh, now, you, are you not going to go back until he gives you some more money? Well, see, now when I talked to him last night, they were supposed to give me another payment, and they didn't. So he comes up with, "I'm gonna, we're gonna pay you when you finish." Whoa. And I'm saying, yo. I've been nice to you people. You know, I got, I got, I got pictures I can show you here. I believe you. You know, so I mean? how much was like? When do they pay you? How much are they supposed to pay at the end, and how much before the end? No, see, this is where you keep losing me. I'm at. sorry about that, Greg. This is where you keep losing me at. Yeah, I'm not familiar. With Only this. thing they had to do was. All right, I'll show you what I'm talking about here. See, this, this is the work here. Uh huh. See there. That now that's that's the doors is up, the drop ceiling is up. Okay, we're looking at his phone, we're looking at drop ceiling. See, now, I, this all painted though. This, I'm, I'm going backwards, really. I guess the one thing I was saying is that but, what, but, what but I'm, the... I'm trying to show you where, where, what see, that's it right there. Okay. See, that that's what I got to put the stone around. Okay, see, I got the TV in place and I got the fireplace in place. See, where okay. they went wrong is they didn't pay you what you were supposed to be paid at the beginning, right? Right, the agreement was. X amount of dollars at the beginning of this thing, and you're right. almost finished, and they should have been paying you along this whole time, right? And and they came up with different dates, and it kept changing, and now right. they're te finally yeah. telling you we will pay you what we owe you at when you finish, which right. to me sounds suspect. 
because now right. you're gonna have to chase them for this money. Right. Right. And then one of the guys that I brought there, he he does carpet, and I'm not a carpet man. And she wanted some carpet. So I told him that, you know, I suggested that she let him do the carpet. So now it turns out that he's gonna do the whole floor where I was supposed to do the vinyl floor. But see, at right now where we at, I don't care who do it. You know, I just want to get mine and, and leave them alone. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been nothing but nice to them. Even when I know they're doing me wrong, I still try to hold well, my Do you think that they just don't know what they're doing? Like they changed their mind? We want carpet instead no, of vinyl? No, that's not the point, they're, they're, Paul. They're, they're, they're what they're to trying to do. Them. They're trying to get the dudes who are doing the carpet to yeah. undermine me and try to let them finish where I'm left off. Yeah, so they're taking your advantage. <laughs> yeah, so what's your option now? That's why I'm sitting in the park, trying yeah. to, you know, I, I don't I don't want to have to go to Court. swearing and cussing and, yeah. and getting indignant. So, you know, at the end of the day, I still want to walk away with some integrity and some some respect for myself. You know what I'm saying? So that's a tough spot. It is. Because, you no, know, you, I mean, you might have to take them to court. Huh? I mean, you might have to take them to small claims you might court. Have to take them to court, you see. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I think that's probably gonna be the the the, the final outcome. Have you, you ever know? had to take anyone to court before? No, that's I had the chance. Right? I had a chance to take an old lady to court, but I didn't want to take her to court to just I painted a whole house. And as soon as I got finished, she said she didn't like the color. <laughs> oh my god. And she wanted me to change the color. Wow. So I just I didn't take her to court. I just let it ride. Well, Greg. How much does this happen in your business that people take advantage of? It, it, Are most it, people it, cool? It, it, most of the time, everything is smooth. Every once in a while, you run into someone who's, who's trying to, you know, be slick and, and get people to do something for nothing. But, you know, and most of the time, when you get the people to break, them are the ones who, who screw you around. The how long how long, you, how long you been a carpenter? Sounds like you've been around a while. Um about 40 years 40 years yeah i'm 62 63 i'm gonna be 63 oh, okay. yeah yeah <laughs> so you started at 22 years old being a carpenter yeah I started, how'd you get it, in it was it was a program in new haven called the cedar program i remember cedar yeah. over on um shelton it used to be down here on uh downtown okay. where the old um comcast olive yeah with comcast where yeah, they had a couple of yeah, yeah it used to be um the unemployment office yeah and they had the dollar houses. Matter of fact, the first house I ever worked on was on Orchard Street, right there on that corner. I remember the dollar houses. Government says, yeah. here, buy this house for a dollar, fix it up, make the house nice. And that's where Cedar came in. We would do the work on the houses. And how'd you get into Cedar? Cedar Comprehensive Employment Training Act. Yeah. Well, at the time, you know, they you just go to unemployment and then they... And they say, know, hey, we'll help you get a job, learn well, something. Yeah, yeah, so it sounded like it worked. Yeah, well, out of all the dudes that... I was in the Cedar program with it's only like two or three of us that stuck with it. Everybody else got. Well, what did you find about carpentry? Did you, you obviously liked it, right? Like yeah, they I taught you how did, to be a carpenter. I, I always did like carpentry. I never wanted to be a mechanic. I always liked working with wood. What do you yeah. like about it? I just like the measuring, you know, to see what you do with your hands. And like, are you proud when you look at what you did? Like when you look at that Cedar house on Archer? Well, back then, I really, I was just learning. Uh -huh. But now, you know, I do it so much that sometimes I got to walk away and come back and say, Dad, that did come out nice. Because I do it so much that 
is nothing no more. Well, this is interesting to me. So, like, when you're doing the work, you're thinking about the exact spot you're working at, how to make the wood just right, how to make it level, you know, if you're going to paint. And then you're saying when you step back, so when you could appreciate what that all added up yeah, to. Yeah, well, well, after you step back for a while, because mm-hmm. when you're on it every day, it starts to, it starts to be, you know, it, it's repetitious. So, you know, that's complete, you move on. But then when you walk away, come back two or three months later, and you say, yeah, this came on night. So Cedar gave you an opportunity, and 40 years later, you're doing it for a living. Yeah. That's much. beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. And did you build your own house or work on your own house? No, nah, no. Nah, but I got family in um, North Carolina and Pittsburgh, and I'm constantly back and forth up there. Doing what? Fixing their houses? Yeah, they, they own quite a few houses. Up there. And did you build the house or you fixed the house? No, on? no, I just fixed it. Is that, I, do you like that? To. Do you like I'm being the guy in the family, to. they call? I'm just doing remodeling. I'm not really into to the building. Uh-huh. So you're remodeling? Yeah, just remodeling. Babs, any questions for Greg? Isn't that funny I, about Cedar Memory Lane, huh? Oh, I know. I, I had a Cedar job. I worked it for like a week, and then I broke my ankle, and I was out for the whole summer. So I couldn't. Uh-huh. Well, so well, was you work. a painter? Because they had sheet rockers, painters, and tapers. No. Oh, <laughs> I was oh you neither. were doing something. Oh, I was doing was something doing? else. I don't know what I was supposed to be doing, oh, but I, okay. I didn't get to do it. So, yeah, yeah. So you're still around. Yeah, I'm still yeah. around. And it's just the inner city newspaper. So, okay. Babs, any other questions for uh, Greg before you let him? I think you feel a little better, no? Do you feel better? Yeah, it, do, it do feel good to talk about it. And then, you know, just for you, you know, the questions you ask, I do got a lot to be proud of. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because no like question. I said, when years, I walk man. away and I come back and I look at it, I said, yeah, that came out nice. I'd be proud. Yeah. I'm sorry, Babs, I interrupted you. Did you have another question for Craig? No. So what do you what do you think you might do now? Do you do you do you feel calmer to go and talk to them now? Yeah, well, you you know, to see that this is the thing. They, they they play the game, they text, they text. I'm saying, well, why would you text me? Just just call me. You know what I mean? So they text. So I'm going to text him because if I call, he's going to say I'm at work. So if I text him, I know he gets the message. You know what I'm saying? So, but I really want to, I really want that, 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 that conversation. I don't want to text. I'm feeling a little bit about that too. You know, we're of a certain age. Yeah. Like I text sometimes work when you're in a rush. I'll see you in five minutes. But do you feel like people aren't talking to each other anymore? Well, see, that's the kid stuff. Yeah, you know, cause I mean, like I told him, I said, "Yo, man, don't be a coward." You know, cause I'm, yeah. I'm getting a little ticked now. Cause yeah. you say your wife, your wife say talk to you, then you say talk to your wife. So they they keep going back and forth with. Oh no, my husband said don't do this, and then he say, "Oh, she say don't do that." So you know, these kids they text me. Are they kids? I'm a talker. Are they young? They're thirty years old. Oh man, how they know? And then I was, I was, I was being lenient on them because I'm seeing they're young, and they think that they brought a brand new house, and you know, I, 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 I was trying to be lenient with them and trying to be a blessing, and it turned out they're a nightmare to me. Well, you know, you know what? what? I mean? Now you've got, now you have this, this piece of uh, uh, radio, and when it posts, you could just send this to them and say, listen. This is where I'm at with this now. Like, <laughs> like this yeah. is now this is public and it's going to be more public if you don't take care of this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to definitely I'm going to definitely put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Because um, 
you know, I ain't say no names, but you no, know. No, you have it. You have it. You know, but you know. It, it, but that's it, your next step. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and um, I think that's some good advice. I, I'm going to hold on to it. All right. You know what I mean? I'm so, going to hold on to it. So, Bab, should we let on this Fat Tuesday, should we let Greg go back to tackle the demons but know that we're on his side and we're hoping <laughs> the best for him, okay? Yeah. How's that? Keep us posted. <laughs> okay, we'll do. We'll okay, Babs, do. this is Paul and Greg at Love Babs Love Talk Word on the Street at Goss Street Park at WNHH, New Haven's home. All right. Oh, I Listen, I know that feeling. I know it. I know that feeling when you're getting played by people. I know it. He's just getting played and it's painful. And he seems like a straight up guy. Like, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to help. And I love that he said, I want to be a blessing to them. And they being a nightmare to him. Like, just, if you don't have the money, you know what? This is the thing. This is what I know, Harry. If they didn't have the money, you know what they should have said? We don't have the money. How can we? How can we continue to pay you so that we can get you paid? Um, because we don't have the money. I, I like, don't, don't think, treat them like it, this. Yeah, I don't think it's that, right? I, I think now they're gonna try to get his price undercut by somebody else, yeah. which is, which is horrible. Right? You make agreements, you have to live by those agreements, especially when you're talking about somebody's sweat, somebody's labor. Um, so I've been there, <laughs> and like Greg, you have to go take a walk <laughs> before you do something that you're going to regret too. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, I feel for him, and, and hopefully... Uh, like Paul just described that, you know, he, you know, dealing with his demons, hopefully this releases some of the, the stress of those, those demons that keep coming back. Well, I appreciated that. You know what, Harry, he recognized that he needs to get out the house and take a walk and think yeah. about this so that he don't come at these people wrong. And I think that's, that's just because we are all in that same age cohort that we learn how to like diffuse situations before they escalate yeah you have to yeah you're right i mean at, at our age we've built a coping mechanism yes <laughs> so we know walk away or the you know yeah or, or jail, to jail. Walk away or jail. <laughs> and we can we are all too old to be in jail that's right so i i, I feel for him but there'll be an article in new haven independent and you know what he could pull it and send it to them like listen I didn't mention no names, but let me tell you, when they do the follow-up. Yep. <laughs> yep. And have you ever heard of Love Babs Love Talk? Because I'll be an, a guest. <laughs> <laughs> mention. And, and she don't got no problem putting you on blast. <laughs> oh, man. We'll, we'll put the pictures up of all the work that was done and was not paid for. Yeah, I know that stress very well. So. I know, but he's handling it well. Like, I feel like, you know, and he's like, I'm old school. I Don't be texting me, man. Call me up and talk to me. Like, what's the problem? Nah, that's the only place where I differ. Please text <laughs> me. Because <laughs> if I got to deal with you, you're not going to like it. I'm going to be enormous. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're not going to like me when I'm angry. <laughs> I'm going to be enormous. All right, so we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to come back. We're going to chop it up some more about uh about uh, Laissez-les-Bontemps-Brûlés. 
which is French for let the good times roll because it's Mardi Gras. So That's we'll right. be back in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, I got my black beads on. You got your- <laughs> <laughs> You know how I roll, Babs. <laughs> I, know how, I know how you roll. <laughs> Hi, this is Babs from oh, Don't go anywhere. Connecticut. And you're listening we'll right to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. While COVID may not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases with higher rates in Hispanic and Black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, visit nhvbacks.org.
my drop top Who's in the streets? Pretty, pretty little thing that's waiting for me I pull up, anticipating Good love, don't keep me waiting I got plans to put my hand in places I've never seen, girl, you know what I mean Let me take you to a place nice and quiet There ain't no one better to I've been waiting for this for so long Making love until the sun comes up Baby, I just wanna take it nice and slow Now baby, tell me what you wanna do Now here we are, driving around town Contemplating where I'm gonna lay it down Girl, you got me saying, my, 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 my. I wish that I Baby, tell me what you wanna do with me Got a in a light show to see Every time that you roll with me Holding me, trying to keep control of me Nice and slowly, you know Never letting go, never messing up the flow This is how the hook go, come on take you to a place That's right. nice and quiet There ain't no one better to Ain't got a rush I just wanna take it nice and slow Now baby, tell me what you wanna do with me See, I've been waiting for this for so long Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. Happy Mardi Gras! Uh, hopefully, I'll see y'all at the library tonight. It's gonna be on and popping cocktails, good food. You know, get yourselves in the mood for uh, Fat Tuesday, and then tomorrow's Ash Wednesday, so y'all can go right into the season of Lent, Shrove Tuesday. So let's get it. <laughs> Pancakes and sausages for everybody. I might try to get some today after I get out of here, after I get off here, have my decadence. Um, 
because uh, I am uh, I'm going to Mardi Gras and then I'm going to uh, take on the business of fasting for Lent and uh, give up drinking for Lent. <laughs> A couple of other things I've given up for Lent just to get myself in a frame of mind for Lent. Uh, 40 days. Plus, you know what? I'm marching toward my birthday. So I want to, I just want to clear out all the cobwebs and just be ready to step into this next decade of my life. 60, which, you know, is something I never thought I'd see. Honest to God, I never thought I'd see. And I I don't say that facetiously. I don't say that tongue in cheek. I, I really do mean that. So, uh, so this is a level of excitement about walking into 50, 60 um, that I am so profoundly grateful. I was like, I got a few months, so we'll see what happens. Hey, Pig, have a nice day. <laughs> my, my daughter's going to work. <laughs> I know their morning is just like, please don't, please don't blast me. <laughs> please don't put me on air. So, so anyway. Um, we're going to let the good times roll. And and so many changes have happened. It's amazing how uh, when you do what's in your best interest, things just change. <laughs> so, let the good times roll. So, and that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I, I've, I've had a couple of things in my mind for the last, I don't know, couple of couple of weeks that were, I think, seemingly bothering me. They're not bothering me now because I feel confirmed. Um, not right, just confirmed. I don't have to be right. I could be wrong all day. It could be wrong. But I think, you know, you just make decisions in your best interest. And and when you make decisions in your best interest, they feel right. <laughs> I trust my I trust my judgment. I'm tr- I'm trusting my judgment. So so anyway, it is uh it is Mardi Gras. It is Fat Tuesday. Uh, come on over to the library, hang out, party, drink a little bit. Tim Cabral will be there mixing some kind of cocktail. I know I'm going to have me one. Uh, and then tomorrow I go dry. I'm going to go dry. I'm going to give it up. <laughs> so we'll we'll see how it goes, people. We'll see. But I'm ready. I, I've got a lot of little things I'm planning to do. And uh, and I want to do them. So uh, and I want to add some good health underneath my belt. So so I'm take these next forty days to really contemplate and put things in place so that I can, you know, get myself ready for Marrakesh and turning sixty, <laughs> turning sixty, and Ramadan starts. Uh, Ramadan starts uh, uh, March 21st through April 21st. So it'll be some overlap, right? Because they, they run about the same. Um, they run about the same time. So, yeah. So uh, Lent begins tomorrow and it runs through April 6th. And then uh, Ramadan, I believe, starts... March 21st and runs through April 22nd or something like that. I believe that's uh Yeah, starts uh Wednesday, March 22nd and it runs through April 21st. 
So I will I will be uh already in fast fasting mode. So I'll just, you know, I'll just I'll just carry it to the end of Ramadan. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I would do that. We'll see how it goes. because uh, I think that that might be a nice, that might be nice. So uh yeah, that might be nice. That might be a nice thing to do. A spiritual thing to do. Um, you know, and and study. I gotta spend my time studying. So I won't be in these streets in the next 40 days. I'm gonna give it a rest. Unless I go to like the symphony or I mean I'll I'll go to a couple of concerts because I like concerts and like theater and you know, so I mean I'll be in these streets, but not not a lot in these streets. <laughs> you know, not a lot in these streets, which I say that now and then. It'd be a good ass something come up and I'm like, oh, I can't miss it. Cannot miss it. A talk, a concert, uh, a theatrical production of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah. DiasporaCon April, April 15th. Absolutely. I'm not giving up the good stuff. <laughs> and uh, Ife will be on because DiasporaCon is coming back. And uh, it's April 15th. That's a Saturday. I believe it's going to be at Southern Connecticut State University, I think. Uh, so she'll be honest. She'll talk about it. It's going to be fun. It'll be great. So I'll come right after uh, I get out of uh, Yale Access to Law School prep class. I'll get it, come after that. And I think that's another day we take a another practice LSAT. So, uh, so yeah. The LSAT journey is continuing, people. It's a it's a heavy lift. Uh, oh, it's at Quinnipiac again this year. Okay, well you'll be on the Ife will be on to talk about it. It'll be at Southern Connecticut State University next year. So, so if you haven't gone to DiasporaCon, you should come. You would dig it, and you know you could cosplay too. You know, dress up as somebody, and I might do that this year because uh, this year I, I'm I'm way more sturdier on my feet than I was last year. Last year uh, was the beginning of just coming out from underneath his hip surgery. But now, oh, the girl could get around. So I could maybe cosplay something. We'll see. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, but we, we'll make it funky. So it'll be good. So, yeah, um, the, 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 the road to the LSAT is tough. It's a heavy lift. Man, oh, man, it's a heavy lift. Um, but I mean, it's not a daunt. It's not daunting. It's not. It's not like I can't do it. It just requires more. Um, it just requires more, and I'm up for it. So, at least I said I'm up for it. No, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. I'm doing it. Like I'm up. I'm doing it. So, and I've got all the help. So I just gotta buckle down a little bit more. <laughs> These next forty days will be critical. <laughs> uh, I shall use them wisely i shall use them wisely and uh and that's what we're gonna do you know we're gonna make it we're gonna make it work we're gonna make it all work we're gonna make it all work so um you know i can't i can't complain i'm not gonna complain i'm gonna i'm gonna do the damn thing and so we'll see how it all goes uh anyway Anyway, anyway, uh, 
What's up, Harry? Miss Babs, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I feel I, I make myself feel younger calling you Miss Babs. I don't know. Well, I don't know what is that about, Harry? I don't know. <laughs> why are you? Why are you? Are you having? Are you having an aging problem? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Harry, we only like ten years apart. We're a decade apart. Not even. Not even. I'm fifty three. Oh, okay. All right. I just oh, so I, we still in the, we still in the fifty. I'm still in the fifties. I'm fifty nine. Yeah, yeah, we we're right there. Um, you like the same age as one of my brothers. I just like to play younger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I get the compliment all the time. Nobody thinks I'm in my fifties. So, hmm. but uh, thank you. But I'm an old man. Not no, not really old. Is is this middle age, perhaps? Yes. This is middle age, right? Because Middle going- age really is 40. No, but that was before. And not even, right? Because life expectancy was like 67 before. Now <laughs> it's like 90. But middle age really is in your 40s. Well, <laughs> you know, when people start questioning their existence and these existential crises and, you know, did oh. I make right decisions and if when I you go, get to your 50s, Harry, you're like, oh, it's all good. If I go by uh, arthritis, it's like 32. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I started feeling it. <laughs> I, listen, I, I think um, uh, I, I didn't realize it, it's when your body betrays you, I think, is when you start to understand aging. Because <clears throat> up until my hips started giving me problems i never thought of myself or whatever the age was i hadn't thought of it i just yeah i was like whatever i'm just like i'm out here but when my hips started going bad i got nervous like i was like oh this is real yeah i mean definitely my my legs make me feel a lot older um but you know i have my Appointment this Friday, Baz, with the orthopedic surgeon. So, oh, so let's see if they tell me we got an opening next week. I will be in that. <coughs> Is this for your knees? Yeah, for my knees. Are you going to get them both done at the same time? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. If 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 they think it's a good idea, I might do it. Okay, because some people they have some people have done it. And some people, if they do one knee, they hated it so much that they're not going to do the second knee. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They hate the recovery process. But if yeah, you it's the recovery the process. Which I feel is going to. Not. I not, think you'll be fine. I think I'm going to be fine. Not that it's going to be a piece of cake, but I feel I've gone through so much pain in my knees and I go through so much exercise just to get them moving every morning. Yeah. That. I think I'm going to be good. I think you I think you'll be highly motivated. I think you'll be fine. Like if I can't imagine that they wouldn't. And you know, they the surgeries have come so far, right? So <coughs> yeah. Yeah. So so I haven't seen the show you've been telling me about. Um, oh my god, Harry, you are thing. behind. But I'm reading here that experts say the zombie fungus from The Last of Us is real. 
Okay, I don't want to hear that. That's that's not what we should be talking about. <laughs> hey, listen, I believe it. You know why? Because we we're in COVID. So I listen. We done had Ebola. We done had swine flu, bird flu, igloo flu. I'm, look, look. I'm I'm not. I have my <laughs> danger COVID nineteen biohazard area right here too. <laughs> don't say I didn't warn you. You have to watch the show, Harry. I think you would like it. It's it's the right sort of it's the right sort of show that we it gives you everything that we talk about, Harry, how the world is gonna be and how people are gonna behave when the when the world ends as we know it. And technology is not going to save us. Well, I I, I just, you know, it's the zombie thing. I, it, like we always say, I just need the Walking Dead zombies and not the World War Z zombies. Well, they're 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 in the middle because so they can they can pace. come. Yeah, they can come. They're not terribly fast, but they're not like walking. You know, <laughs> you know, I've been with my procrastination on getting my knees done all these years and everything. I've always said to myself, I hope. The zombie apocalypse doesn't come until I get my, you know, my knees done. So I have this feeling that after my knees are done, <laughs> the zombie apocalypse will be on on top of us. Okay, we're not using that as the gauge because <laughs> I I'm certainly not ready. <laughs> I just want to be able to move. You know, I, I want to be able to move. I got all the the killer zombie weapons. <laughs> Right. I, I think you you have to watch this show, Harry, because I think you will appreciate it for all the for all the conspiracy theories that we talk about. And this is based on a game. So I don't I don't play these kinds of games, so I'm not familiar with it as a game. Um, but I hear that people really like it. Uh, they, they like it. But I, I like the show only because I get a sense that this is how the world's going to be. I, I feel that. See, you don't think we'll we'll learn how to work together if if it's us against the zombies, right? I think um, I think pockets of people will work together. I don't think you'll get the masses. <laughs> Let's say you're like a a grand dragon Ku Klux Klan person, right? <laughs> and all of a sudden, there's a zombie apocalypse. You gonna care about the color of the person? You know. Next to you, you, that, be- you know, for me, Harry, that just weeds out just stupidity. Because you know what? <laughs> I can't I can't be down with the stupid. I can't. I if that's how you go, hold on to stuff. Yeah. And if you say one word, I'm going to kick you to the zombies. Yeah. I'm like, you out. <laughs> yeah. You out the club. I'm like, because if you can't see that our enemy is that <laughs> and you think I'm the enemy. Well, yeah, I think Ronald Reagan at a U.N. meeting one day said. You know, our our differences will seem so small if we ever get invaded by aliens. Because oh, we'd man. have to come together. We, we can't. <laughs> but you right, we can't even come together to mask. <laughs> That's true. It's simple thing as just wear a mask around other people so that you could save other people. We could even do that, Harry. People wow. whined and carried on about that. So when you watch this show, and I hope you start watching it so you could catch up, binge it. I think it's almost done. 
it is um just pay attention to everything around the characters you know mm-hmm. it's not so much the ca- i like the characters but but everything around the characters yeah. and and you know harry if you stick stuff to immaculate right when, when an apocalypse happens children will still be born and they will grow up in a world that won't have access to the things that like libraries and stuff like that and school and can you imagine so it's it'll, like we're going backwards so it'll be like the 1970s all over again <laughs> be like the 1900s it'll be like the 1600s <laughs> Except we'll have better map, better maps. If you well, the, the thing is, is that um, the the basic thing that that separates us from from the Stone Age, right now, is our technology, our electricity, and stuff like that. You take any of that stuff away, you watch how many knuckle draggers be out there in the streets because they won't know how to do anything for themselves. That's what I mean. You got to watch the show. It'll be pockets of people, Harry, who will, I mean, it's like Parable of the Sour. It'll just be pockets of people who will band together out of necessity to sort of, for safety and survival. You know, it won't be large numbers of people doing this, you know. Yeah, I'm re- I'm a reasonable person, right? I don't like people being in crowds, but if a zombie apocalypse happened, there's strength in numbers. I will be, I will take in as many people as I need. To defend myself and my family, um, but um, and I'm sorry for the background. You know where I'm sitting. I know you in the office. Um, but um, you know the myth of of alligators in the sewer systems and stuff like that, right? That they always said that um, there were alligators in the New York sewer systems. Well, you know, yesterday they pulled an alligator out of one of the the lakes in central park <gasps> in central park analogy because people get them things and then they get too big for the bathtub or whatever and then they go in the middle of the night and they throw these things in rivers and streams and sewers yep so that's and why they, they tell they... you you shouldn't have these as pets <laughs> yeah and you know that people are lucky that it's been the last Two days have got has gotten a little cold. Yeah. Because the alligator basically froze. Right? It was, it just it couldn't move. It was they it was easy for them to pull it out of the lake because it was frozen. Oh my God. <laughs> but See, that yeah, kind of I mean, stuff, that kind of stuff freaks me out, Harry. Imagine you're in Central Park where there's not supposed to be any alligators. <laughs> and you hovering by the edge, right? Yeah. Putting your little boats in the whole nine, doing your thing, having a picnic, and that thing comes that that prehistoric thing come flying out of the water. That's you know that's evil to do something like that. That's evil because you have to think to yourself, somebody's gonna fall prey to this thing, right? You have to think to yourself. You don't just go and dump something. How about you just take it to a pet shop? Or the zoo, or or the call the animal control people. Yeah, I mean, of course they're thinking I'm gonna get a fine for having an illegal. Well, you just say I left it on the corner of so and so and run. <laughs> <laughs> right, or just leave it in front of animal. Control. Or leave it at the gym. <laughs> Let them know first, Harry, so they don't open the door <laughs> and can, like trip over a damn alligator. It's crazy. I mean, wow. It's no. Not... That's why I can't live in places that are. 
if I live someplace tropical, I have to have a staff that goes out every morning and makes sure. <laughs> it's like food tasters. You, you die first. I make sure they walk the grounds here and make sure there's no, you know, unwanted snakes. And like India has a huge snake problem. I mean, you're, you're compassionate. You're feeling, you'll make sure they have life insurance. Who? Like your, the people who are going to be cleaning your grounds. And oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, I've I'm, <laughs> I'm got no problem with that, Harry. Because they I'm have just... to worry about the alligators, not you. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> but, you know, you see these people who are trained to do this stuff. You know, they train, Harry. You see them. Yeah. And they take, you know, the people that run them animal sanctuaries and stuff, alligator, crocodile sanctuaries. Yeah, you know, those are the worst shows, right? Because it makes me think that I could. Like I could catch an uh, alligator. No, it, it doesn't make me think that at all. Because you think to yourself, all you got to do is move side to side and tire the alligator out and then cover its eyes. Yeah. I'm like, I could do that. Harry, you know, I was just full. I would just, I would just fall. I might as well just fall on a silver platter. <laughs> And like you just gotta be a little nimble. You just because you know the alligator doesn't have side movement. So you know, you tire it out, then you jump yeah. on his back and cover its eyes, Babs. It was all a dream. Piece of cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen those alligators walking across golf courts courses? Have you seen them, Harry? Yes. And all the golfers like they get out of the way because they know, and they got clubs, they know. No, and those I saw one that looked like it may have eaten a, a person already. It was so huge. Oh my god. And it can was you so even, full. Can you shoot those things? Um, no, it's like um they have animal control, so you're supposed to call them and they come back get them. Okay. They they declare certain seasons, like open season for it. And what? You should get them? Well, when when they're because, you know, they become an invasive species in certain areas. So, yeah, you're, you're like, it's just like the, the python. Like deer deer hunting? Yeah, it's just like the pythons in Florida. They they declare it open season on pythons and they allow you to go into. So you can get, your, get you a bag. <laughs> yeah. Get so your I purses mean, made. <laughs> imagine that Jurassic Park open season. Oh, yeah. Go get a, a raptor. See, I, I'd, I'd be too afraid because I'd get shot at. I just wouldn't trust them good old boys. I just wouldn't trust it, Harry. I just wouldn't trust it because it, it would just be too easy for them to, like, kill us. Have you tried any of the AI stuff that's chat GPT or anything like that? No, Harry, I can't do it. Yeah, they're pretty. I, I just can't do it. They're pretty biased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know they are. The the Microsoft one just went a little crazy. <laughs> Have you done it? I I started the ChatGPT and I then I decided let me really formulate what I want to get out of it before I jump into it. I don't want it to because it's collecting information on you at the same time. I'm That's already... it. That's why I'm not. I was like, you know what? The Fed's already got enough. Yeah. So on me. But um. Channel 8 asked um, Chat GPT, um, who has the best pizza in New Haven? And what did it say? 
and it actually was pretty diplomatic. It uh, it said it's hard to say because there's so many good pizza places. Oh, see, Haven. See and what I mean? This this kind of um, it listed five good pizzas. It listed listed Frank Pepe's, uh-huh. Sally's a pizza, uh-huh. Modern a pizza, uh-huh. bar, uh-huh. and Pepe's pizza truck. Yeah. So I okay. So it couldn't make a decision. <laughs> okay, it wasn't gonna make a decision. Not that it couldn't. Yeah. It's... Now, what does ChatCPT do? What is it supposed to do? Well, so the way it's set up, it's not connected to any live network as of right now, right? So it has all information up to 2021. Okay. Right. So. It's collected everything from the internet and everything up to 2021. So anything you ask um, that that has to do like like would be today, something happening today, wouldn't be able to answer anything today. It would always reference old stuff. Okay. Um, but it basically <laughs> it basically learns the human. Is it basically learning the human condition and? answering you according to that right and it's developed its own bias tendencies in the process so and i know bing microsoft's ai just um was um trying to convince a new york times reporter that it was in love with this so (laughs) so you just you have to be careful with all of these things because you may fall prey if you're not no, I, I, I don't like that stuff. I'm a hold out. As, and I, I don't like the other ones, too, where they, you know, they, you know, the one on the art art one where they're changing people's, you know, they give you a futuristic look yeah. and a whole different look. And I just don't trust that. Yeah, I, I mean, just, it, I just it, don't trust it. You need you need me, Justin? Oh. Who's that? Farmer. Justin Farmer. He's got a right. show coming up. Yeah. All right. I got to bounce real quick. <laughs> well, you know what? Next time you can just show some um some of your seat seat chat seat whatever it is the AI stuff that you worked on. Let's take a look at it. So don't forget, people. Tonight is um Mardi Gras. So if you if you haven't gotten your tickets for the library, because I'm gonna talk about it tomorrow, and you're gonna be mad that you didn't go. And and people are always like, I didn't know about it. So I'm telling you now. And some of y'all listen very intently to the show. I'm telling you now. Tomorrow, you're going to wish you came when you see all the pictures across people's timeline. And you see all the food and drink. And you see all the good times. You're just going to be mad. So you might as well, you might as well get yourself situated and get yourself a ticket and show up. I think they're like 50 bucks. That's not a lot of money to get a drink and some nosh and to roll up with people. And I don't know if they got entertainment, but in years past, they've had people singing and carrying on. And so, you know, come and have a good time. Seriously. Put your beads on. Get your beads on. And I have beads for Mardi Gras. That I I might put them on today because I got to be out and about uh all day today so i might put my mardi gras beads on just so i can have them on so that i'm ready for uh 
uh, Mardi Gras. So I don't want y'all to miss out. It's Fat Tuesday. Be decadent. You know, have a good time. Rock, roll. <clears throat> Let the good times roll. And then, uh, and then settle in for Ash Wednesday. <laughs> I'm going to settle in for Ash Wednesday. Tomorrow begins the fasting. And, uh, and I, I'm going to take it very seriously. So, uh, but tonight, tonight, my peoples, tonight, tonight, tonight is Mardi Gras. It's Fast Fat Tuesday. And it is Laissez les Bontés Roulet. So, Laissez les Bontés Roulet. Come on, people. We out here. <laughs> We out here. We out here. We outside, y'all. So get it in. And then tomorrow, y'all go get your ashes on your head. You Christians, those of you who count yourselves as Christians, go get your prayers. Get up, get your, start your day and uh, get into it. Uh, but tonight, pancakes and sausages, baby. Pancakes and sausages. And pancakes and sausages is just really, I mean, some places will have actual pancakes and sausages, but it really is just to uh, usher in a night of decadence and debauchery. <laughs> you know, two of my favorite things. So so I want y'all to uh, be ready. Have a good time. It's, it's the cancer party and like it's 1999, whatever that means. And those of you who are of my age cohort knows what that means. So party like it's 1999 and get into it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we we need some fun. And there's a lot going on in the world. Not to dismiss all the hardship, the horrors, the atrocities, you know, all the loss, all the wars, all the, the inhumanity, man's inhumanity, man. Not to discount any of that, not to not center that. But we're gonna have a good time tonight. So I want y'all to come and party at the come and party at the library. One of the few times that you could be loud and raucous. <laughs> loud and raucous in the library. So I'm on my way out. Laissez les bontés rouler. Laissez les bontés rouler. I don't think my French is all that great. Laissez les bontés rouler. Let the good times roll. I'll see y'all tomorrow. I have stories. <laughs> All right, Harry, I'm out. Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Go nowhere. You ain't gotta go nowhere.